This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 8-12, you're tuned to WGNS. And uh, not to worry, I've got your Parks and Rec music right here. It's just for Thomas Laird right there. This morning we'll be talking about the Murfreesboro Parks and Rec Department. And I guess let's start off with you, Thomas, and uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Anything new going on? Uh, we always have new stuff going on. We, we have uh, pickleball this weekend. It's a huge pickleball tournament. The first one we've ever hosted, and uh, we got over 100 participants in our first ever pickleball tournament. So what exactly is pickleball? A pickleball is kind of a cross between tennis and ping pong or table tennis. Uh, it originally started when a group of family that would get together and uh, they couldn't find, they didn't have enough equipment to play one sport or the other, so they rounded up, they had an old net, and they had some wooden paddles and a plastic ball. And they just started a game similar to tennis where they would hit the ball back and forth. Uh, and then, you know, we, they all wonder where the name comes from. Well, the family had a dog named Pickles and Pickles would steal the ball, uh, so they started calling it Pickleball. Well, it's eventually evolved into a you know, really popular sport. It, it's really popular for aging populations because the plastic ball doesn't have quite the speed that a tennis ball has, and the, pl- the wooden paddles, you're not hitting it as far, but it, it's just as challenging and, and levels of difficulty, but it, it doesn't require that intense motion. So no extreme, uh, I, I don't know, stuff equipment is needed for this stuff right here right now they do take a lot of pride in their paddles there's uh uh and there are professional pickleball players believe it or not uh, they have we a, don't need pads and face masks and all that exactly okay. it's not football <laughs> but it, it's gotten really popular here in murfreesboro and you know we offer pickleball at several of our locations throughout the day uh and then we have outdoor courts at Patterson Park. So that's where the tournament's going to be this weekend. So, so the outdoor courts at Patterson Park, what what is what does a pickleball court look like? Uh, it looks like a miniature tennis court, basically. Uh, it's about half the size of a regulation tennis court and uh, has a little bit shorter net, a little bit sm- smaller, like I said. But... You know, I wouldn't mind getting one of those installed in my backyard. Right, right. A yeah. professional Absolutely, pickleball yeah. court. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. You'd be really popular. I, I would be. You know, yeah. people would come from far and wide. Yeah, far and wide to come play pickleball at your house. Yeah, I, I could serve pickles throughout the day. <laughs> sure, there? why not? Play in the tournament. You can get exactly. a dog and name exactly. it Pickle as well. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming together, Scott. It is. I, I like it. Uh, what else is happening? I, I, well, I, I know one thing. Fourth of July is right around the corner. Right. Yeah, we're really excited this year. We're going to have our event over at the Fountains uh, off of Medical Center Parkway. and. Uh, we're going to have a, a big event, just like uh, I think people in Murfreesboro are accustomed to. One thing this year that we're really excited about is that we're partnering with Middle Tennessee Electric to be the presenting sponsor for the fireworks show and the whole event. So uh, they've come on board and become just a great partner and really excited to help us make this event bigger and better than ever. So we'll start at 4 o'clock with just some activities. You know, the amenities that the fountains have are just tremendous. Um, and then we'll have a band come on at 730, the Cleverleys. And then the fireworks will go at nine. And those, the, the people who actually put on the fireworks themselves, who set them off and all that, it, 
where where is that contractor from? How does that work? They serve. I think Thomas knows this this company very well, but they serve all over the state of Tennessee and just throughout. They're the best. They put on a good show. They take a lot of pride in their show, and we've gotten to know them through some of our association workings. But they uh, do most of the professional ballparks and uh, municipalities across the state. And they're called pyro shows. Um, so we're we're excited to continue and grow with them. And they come in and set up for about uh, 48 hours beforehand to get this thing set up. You know, I've never had a chance to organize a real firework display. Yeah. So <laughs> what what goes into that? I mean, do you tell them, hey, look, we want all red fireworks this first yeah. five minutes, and then blue the next? I mean, no, what do you do? We leave the creativity up to them. They understand what, you know, the best show, how it pr would present. So and what we do is we tell them how long of a show, how high we want the shells, which means uh, the width of the shells that we get. So. Uh, we're fortunate we, we do invest in our fireworks show and be able to have partners like Mill Tennessee Electric come on board. Uh, I can just see our fireworks becoming bigger and bigger uh, and better and better. We have a great show already, but uh, it, it's really exciting. We couldn't do it without, you know, the Murfreesboro Police Department and the Fire Department who really help us out on the day of to get people in and out, keep people safe, and then uh, just as all around. So how long of a fireworks show are we looking at this year? The We're, actual firework display? The actual display would be about 25 minutes. That's pretty long. It's very long. Yeah, you know, most uh, municipalities will have a fireworks show of 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, and we're, we do quite a quite a long show. We shoot them pretty high up. And one of the things that we like about the Medical Center Parkway area is it's kind of a low level of, you know, the city where people can all around look at the, the fireworks from all over town. You can see them from miles and miles away. Have you gone out during the show to see exactly how far away you can see no, them? No, we're usually pretty pretty <laughs> up close with the fireworks. We see them uh, firsthand. So uh, we station our team out of, um, this year will be the fountains and the station four for the fire department to uh, be able to help coordinate everything. So, so do they shoot them right behind the fire station? No, it's a big field that the city owns uh, right now um, that, that's vacant. So we have enough of a what they call a fall zone to be able to put on a big show there. And and people really do come from like Smyrna, yeah. rather, I mean, all over Rutherford County, Eagleville. Yeah, they people, come from all over. People don't want to fight the traffic of Nashville. And, uh, you know, we're excited as we continue every year to work on the show and the, the event as a whole to be able to make the show better and better. I think we'll have more of a destination. The great thing about the area is several businesses and some churches around their uh, partner and they do their own event, which is completely fine. We do encourage people to come out, uh, like I said, enjoy uh, the, the spray ground at the fountains. They have their soda bar and they'll have the restaurants and food trucks there. Uh, we'll have entertainment going at four o'clock and like I said, the Cleverleys is a great band uh, and they'll be joining us at 730. I went to the fireworks show in Nashville one year. You know, nothing against Murphy's, bro. I just wanted to experience what on, Nashville was doing. Oh, I had to see, right? <laughs> And as I was leaving, I got a bottle thrown in my car. Oh, no. So I, I just kind of decided right then and there, eh, I'm just going to stick to Murfreesboro Fireworks. You know, what we get to see, we have a great partnership with the Murfreesboro Police Department. And again, the Murfreesboro Fire and Rescue Department. And the planning that goes into limiting some of the nefarious activity that sometimes goes with these special events uh, is just tremendous. They'll have about uh, 40 personnel working there just from the, the police department and probably about 25 from the fire department. So uh, they really they step up big time to help us out and get traffic and to get safety taken care of. And uh, we're, we're proud to put this event on. It's one thing that we look forward to every year. So the concert that's going on right before the show, that's going to be right there where, where the ice skating rink is at the fountains? Yeah, so if you can imagine the, the stage at the fountains, what we're going to do is turn that stage around where it's going to face the big field. And then people will be able to see the show 
uh, right over that stage. It's right across the street from the fountains is where the fireworks will shoot off. So uh, we're really excited. Again, uh, Middle Tennessee Electric has stepped up big time as a partner with us. We started working with them and they had a desire to really, you know, give back to the city of Murfreesboro, uh, which they call home. And uh, we, we graciously said thank you very much we appreciate that and we're excited to work with them especially in the coming years I think uh, I heard Amy Byers on the radio just a, a little bit before we came on and uh, like I said they're they're very excited we're excited and we're, we're excited to see how this might be able to help us in the future it'll be cool again director Nate Williams with the Parks and Rec Department uh, what else is happening right now with the Parks and Rec you know we're busy Scott it's uh, across the board uh, we're you know, we've said it a lot, but we're back to normal. All of our camps, all of our programs and events are wide open. Our facilities are wide open, and we're glad to see everybody coming back and enjoying them more than ever. You know, if you go to any of our green spaces, open spaces, trails, uh, they're packed, especially on a day like this. I think the high is just in the high 70s. So we'll see a lot of people out and about today. Rachel Singer also here. What, Thomas? We've got several registrations going on right now. Uh, football, youth football flag and tackle football. Also youth <coughs> cheerleading. Uh, the adult softball fall season will, will kick off their um, coaches meeting is July 18th. Uh, so quite a fit, getting ready for fall, moving into the fall seasons. We've got a lot of registrations. The Miracle League is currently taking registration for the fall season. So uh, you can go to our website and, and register for most everything we offer online. You don't have adults here? <laughs> Well, we just don't get a lot of participation. You know, we offer it. You'll be the first to sign up, well, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we call it more parent cheer. Okay. And it's free. <laughs> so all those. It's free when you register for the right, program. Yeah, you free can with cheer, a, cheer on free the Free with sidelines. a registered youth. Yeah. So to register for all these, just go to the Parks and Rec web, website. Right. Go to the website, murfreesboroparks.com, and uh, look for online registration. There'll be a list of, of all of our. Uh, things that are be taking registration right now. Scott, we're, we're really excited. If you go to MurfreesboroParks.com, we have a calendar that has all of the information that you could look for. You can even search uh, for specific things that you might be interested in, like kayaking or you know football or whatever that might be, and it'll help guide you. Uh, but that's really our go-to now for, for our events and our programs and all of the happenings at each one of our facilities. So MurfreesboroParks.com is something that we started really pushing during the pandemic, and we're just continuing to use that because it's so user-friendly. You know, I, I think more people are kayaking. I, I have kayaked or canoed the Stones River for years, and it's not the deepest river, but, you know, it, it's fun just to hang out and float down the river. Right. But I'm actually passing other people now, and that you didn't do that in the past you didn't see other people on the river it seems like it's a growing sport you know good way to, to enjoy the outside and I, I did it a few times but when I was I was able to help Rachel with one of our programs a couple years ago and every year it seems like I get to and I learn so much about the river and what's on the river whenever you can go with some of our expert staff we're really lucky to have the Stones River that goes right through Murfreesboro and I think a lot of people do take advantage of that through our Greenway and like you said more and more people are kayaking um, Outdoor Murfreesboro our, our main mission is to get people out there and uh, do the education portion of it because you know kayaks are widely available pretty cheap now um, at some of our retail stores and um, we really want to encourage people to get out there and enjoy but we also want the education part because the rivers can be scary um, can be dangerous and so there's you know there's just um, things to know before you get on and and that's what uh, the outdoor Murfreesboro staff does a great job um, kind of preparing people for that it, it is a lot of fun and you know I think more people should definitely 
do it. You know, it just it, it is fun, especially on a hot summer day. It is absolutely. Um, Stones River, I always say, is feast or famine because um, it's either yeah. flood stages or you know a trickle. But even with that, um, come dangers and stuff. So um, we, you know, like I said, really encourage people to get out there and, and explore. But we want them to do it safely. And there are definitely certain areas that are a lot easier to to get down without having to walk. Absolutely. And we help people. Um, people call the wilderness station all the time and want to know, you know, where they can put in and where they can pick up their kayak. And uh, the staff up there does a great job in kind of directing and letting them know float times and water levels and whatnot. So um, if you do have some kayak questions, uh, feel free to call the wilderness station and they can, they can help you through that. You know, I always enjoy going you know, past Stones River Mall, that area, and then also the Stones River Golf Course, because mm-hmm. the, the kids have, you know, it's like a tradition. See how many golf balls you can pick up from the water. <laughs> it, it, truly amazing that you're in the middle of town. Yeah, it, it you is. get out on that. It, it seems like you're just in the wilderness. We've taken camp kids that had never experienced anything like that, and it, it was like a world-class adventure <laughs> for those kids. It, it's really awesome. That, it, it's pretty cool and then it eventually goes all the way to percy priest lake and then i guess comes out the other side at some point but you know that portion of it you know the the percy priest lake going into the lake i don't think is as much fun as going through downtown murphy's a, that a, area it's a workout yeah it is yeah yeah you're, you're definitely paddling the entire time once you get closer to the lake right it's but true. yeah in murphy's bro it is a fun area to kayak for sure. I think the wildlife you can see uh, on the river right downtown is really, really amazing. The, the yeah. snakes, the birds, everything that you encounter. And that's one of the other things that, you know, our programs are able to teach families and kids alike, you know, what you might be able to see right in the You know, the owls who are usually sleeping during the day, it's interesting, though, to look up in a tree and see this huge owl just up there you know right. as you as you go under it uh that's pretty cool that is cool that's our um that's our resident barred owl that lives uh in, around murfreesboro i mean we've got several obviously um but they're the ones that are most opportunistic and i'd say people see them the most often during the day you know i've noticed more bats around than i have in the past and i didn't realize it but i noticed on one of the bridges that you go under there's little mud bat houses that i guess the bats make and i didn't realize they make bat make mud house so those homes. those are actually the swallows that make the mud nest so i'm totally those are not bats at all <laughs> it sounded good though it did i, I i'm <laughs> ducking as i was over here just it. nodding <laughs> oh scott's all those bat houses made of mud <laughs> all right we so we expound Rachel, what is that too um and, and bats are so beneficial sometimes they get a bad rap uh but you know they eat so many insects every night and we encourage people to make bat houses um but a lot of of time uh, not out of mud (laughs) you can try though scott (laughs) i'm going to (laughs) um but uh yeah you know if there's good habitat there'll be bats there and you don't necessarily need a bat house um sometimes it's fun to kind of interact with nature people like to um, maybe build their own bat house or purchase one and and uh, put it in a location that they're able to see it pretty easily but, but if you've got some mature trees, you're probably going to have bats, and uh, they're they're great for the ecosystem and great for allowing us to sit out on our decks or get in the kayak and, and not be eaten by mosquitoes. So what, what I'm seeing, just to be clear, those were not bats or bat houses. They were what now? The, those are tree swallows. Okay, so do, do they only hunt at night, or I just didn't see any out? They, they're scared of me, or... So, um, just like a songbird, they're going to be up dusk till dawn. Okay. Um, well, I should say dawn till dusk. <laughs> they're they're during the day. They were just hiding from me, I guess. Maybe. I just assumed they, they're bats. Okay. 
Well, good, good. I'm glad I got all. Maybe that the bats up. were flying through the bridge, and that, you that saw could have that been it too. they were coming from the nest. Yes, that could have definitely. That's it. That's it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's what that's what happened. <laughs> so, as far as the greenway goes, is it totally open now? As far as under Highway 99, which has been under construction for a long time, <laughs> but that area is that all open now? That is open. Yes. So um, we're we're grateful that uh, people can go from uh, Thompson Lane all the way out to Barfield now, and then you've got the Lytle Creek leg um, that will lead you to Cannonsburg. And understand. Uh, soon there's going to be a new little park area right there around highway 99 and warrior drive maybe which one are you talking maybe, about maybe maybe i'm thinking about bat houses maybe i don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. you know canoe put in yeah oh yeah okay so i, I think i know what you're talking about okay, yeah good so i'm not dreaming this you're talking about this. farmer lake is what you're yes, talking about yes. okay yeah we're, we've been in discussions we have a, a great strip of property that's been donated to the city of murfreesboro and we're trying to work right now what access would look like uh, we're in the design process, but I know people use that for years to fish, so uh, that that's a great area. So do we know what side of the road the canoe put in is going to be on or anything yet? Not yet. We've seen some preliminary designs, and it all looks good, but we're trying to just really hone in uh, on what that would look like. Uh, and, and, you know, like I said, people are still using it. I think uh, have used it, I think, for years, and it's a great place to uh, uh, fish, but it's a great place to learn how to kayak and paddle, stand up paddleboard and uh, canoe and stuff like that. So that's what we're looking at. Uh, there's a great development over there right next to the Dunkin' Donuts where uh, people might be able to eventually grab a cup of coffee, sit outside for a little bit, and then go down and, and kayak and paddle around just a little bit. I, I guess we got to kind of see how Highway 99 plays out when right. it's going to be actually finished yeah. and and the development around that yeah yeah because there's there is a lot going on right there mm -hmm. on 99 mm -hmm. close to i-24 so there's a lot happening over there but a great location for more park stuff always and i think that's where murfreesboro stands out in a park system is we have a whole development services division with the city of murfreesboro who is always who understands the value of parks in our park system and wants to integrate that in uh, any development that we do across the board so it's not just the park staff who are looking at the benefits of where you know potential parks might go but uh, across the board we're fortunate to have you know development services planning our administration staff and then uh, our council as well is always wanting us to really push the envelope and, and providing parks for the residents of murfreesboro and the visitors to murfreesboro and because i'm on track with getting things wrong this morning <laughs> no you're the, misunderstood the, the giant indoor badminton facility that's being developed out there around walter hill <laughs> The Cherry badminton Lane. facility it's being developed be awesome. around Walter Hill. Is it, is, I love. Is I it going to be an indoor badminton? Is pretty it? much. Oh, pretty okay. much. Good. Yeah. Good. I got so that it's, one. So it's a growing sport. So, no, it's not, Scott. <laughs> oh man. But uh, you're talking about our, our enhancements at Siegel Soccer Complex. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. That one. Yeah, we have four fields that have already been transitioned to synthetic turf and are performing well. And if you go out there, uh, pretty much any day, uh, you'll see people using those fields. But uh, we're starting now on kind of the second phase of this project, which is building a 90,000 square foot indoor practice facility, which is the size of a whole field. For soccer, not badminton. For, for so We could use it for badminton, though. I mean, <laughs> and that's the yeah, that's the benefit of this facility is we'll be able to host a lot of things in there. Uh, but we're starting on the second phase, so we'll have total uh, eight fields transition to synthetic turf and then an indoor practice facility. Uh, and we're excited with our partnership with Tennessee State Soccer Association and already what they've been, been able to help us do and bring to Murfreesboro. And some of the uh, big things on the cusp for 2021 20, uh, and 2022 
uh, we're excited. Again, with us in studio this morning from the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department, we have Nate Williams, Thomas Laird, and Rachel Singer. So soccer in Murfreesboro, soccer in Rutherford County, how big of a sport is that when you look at Murfreesboro, then compare it to other cities and counties around us? We have probably one of the, the largest soccer clubs within the state of Tennessee uh, when you combine rec and select and uh, the various things. So we're, we're putting the soccer club is not being oust. We're adding lights to what we call our Jordan Farm facility, uh, which is just up the road Cherry Lane. So we have six regulation fields there that are high level turf, uh, natural grass. Uh, so we're adding lights and then we're adding a uh, restroom pavilion facility so that that has a full complement of amenities uh, in that facility so that our recreational league doesn't miss a beat. Uh, we're bringing in a lot of competitive soccer, a lot of, um, with our partnership with Tennessee State Soccer will be a lot of out of town teams and we certainly didn't want to move our local players out. Uh, we wanted to continue to provide the same level of service. So a uh, lot going on down there, but we have a huge soccer community. It, it's very popular. Uh, you know, in, in Tennessee, baseball, softball typically is your primary sport, but soccer weighs right up there with it. We have as many soccer players as we have baseball, softball players. So soccer is obviously big here, and Absolutely. you have teams from, what, all over Tennessee or mainly middle Tennessee come here to play? Uh, well, all over Tennessee. Um, like I said, we have a partner with Tennessee State Soccer, so state league games, meaning teams that have to play within the state, this is a great location for them to, to meet up to play. So a team out of Memphis playing a team out of Knoxville. Uh, and then we get a lot of teams out of state that come uh, because we're within 500 miles of two-thirds of the United States, location is, is really important, and uh, I think that's one of the things that makes Murfreesboro a soccer destination now. Again, we're talking about the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department this morning. We're going to take a short break to check on the forecast and more in, we'll be back in, uh, I don't know, a couple minutes. How long a break do you want to take? 30 minutes, 45? <laughs> I mean, it's up to you, Scott. We're, uh, we're down for whatever. Right we can stay to lunch if you want us to. Let, let's do it. Okay. Right now the time, 8.34. We'll be talking about Parks and Rec for the next four hours. <laughs> so stay with us. <laughs> Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street. Now that spring has sprung, our baby bird nursery is filling up at Animal City. Come in and you might meet your next feathered companion. If you are looking for a new feathered companion, come meet some of our sweet hand-fed baby birds here at Animal City. Here at Animal City, we're pet lovers and pet parents too, so we have a variety of products hand-selected to make your life easier. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. I'm always one of those that goes on and off diets. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. And you know, at Demas's, one of the things that I started doing because of my own eating habits is, is we have a low calorie menu and a low carb menu. So depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off. 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. 
Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. James Deck, better known as JD, flew a C-130 in Vietnam. We carried the first 25 that had a chance to live that were hurt the worst. One of them passed away on the way over there. We'd go two months in country, but we're stationed in the Philippines. And then we'd come home two months, two months, two months. And in the middle of one of the two months, we had the Santa Domingo crisis. People don't even know we had a Santa Domingo crisis. And it was one of the biggest airlifts ever. And the radio silence all the way down there. We're going to save the people in Santa Domingo. And half of us had paratroopers and half of us had ground troops. And in the middle of the ocean, they said everybody with paratroopers moved back. So we went in and air-landed with the walking troops, and the first airplane popped a hood. pilot got up there, and he became the tower and directed traffic until the Army could go take over the tower. Then we did that for like 10 days. We couldn't tell anybody where we were. Uglier than Vietnam in many cases. Weren't getting shot at so much, but uh, we weren't getting any sleep. One of the times they sent us out and said, go to such and such a frequency, and they wouldn't talk to us. We tried to get back. They wouldn't talk to us. took us forever to figure out what happened. They launched us right through the middle of a Canaveral launch. No airliners could come in where we were, and so it was quite an experience. This has been a Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon with a high in the upper 70s. Winds out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 53. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 62. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Right now the time, 8.38, you're listening to WGNS. We're talking about the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department right now, and uh, what what else is coming up? I mean, there's got to be something more. What is we it? We always have stuff. Um, Cannonsburg is uh, offering quite a few programs this summer, and um, I think it's a great opportunity to get your families out, and um, you, know, you can use the Greenway. You've got a great trailhead there. You can drive up to it, um, but... Um, in addition to all the great buildings that they, um, you know, make sure always look immaculate. It's always beautiful down there. They've really added a whole menu of programming now. So um, lots of interactive things that you can do there. Um, coming up soon for Fourth of July week, um, they're going to have a family lawn 
games in the village. So they're going to get out like the big Connect Four and the big Jenga, and they're going to have stilts there and cornhole. Oh, wow. So it's uh, it's going to be really fun, kind of family atmosphere, bring a picnic. Um, it's in the middle of the day. It's uh, I think it starts at 10. And when is that going to be again? Um, so it's July first, 1st, from 10 to noon. Um, so yeah, the, the idea is just to kind of bring a picnic out and um, be able to have some fun and then walk through those buildings. Um, some other things they've got going on is the lemonade stroll through the village, and that's going to be the following week, July 6th. Um, it's All these are free. Um, it's 11 to 1, um, but you can enjoy some fresh lemonade and, and go ahead and stroll through the, the village, and they're going to have um, you know some, some interactive programmers down there. A lot, a lot of history in Murphy's, bro. Of course, we started out as Canada and then I don't know when in the 1800s the name changed to Murfreesboro, but it wasn't too long after it was named Cannonsburg. Right. Uh, but can you imagine if it was Cannonsburg today? The Cannonsburg Parks and Rec Department. Right. It has a different ring to it, doesn't it? Does. It does. I don't like it as much. <laughs> Scott, right. this week we've got the grand reopening of the Senior Center, too, when you talk about history and St. Clair. It's been closed uh, because of COVID for well, how long? Or? It's, we've had it open. We opened it in October. I got uh, that one wrong. That's but, a- but everybody's <laughs> not... Uh, <laughs> I'm sensing a theme this morning. We're, we're, we're doing a, a grand reopening because not everybody has, has come back now that uh, people feel more comfortable and, and we've gotten attendance has picked up, really picked up. Uh, but Thursday this week, uh, it will be 11 to 1. And if, if you didn't know what the senior center was, a lot of, a lot of I talked to my mother-in-law and she's like, well, I'm not old enough to have to go there yet. Uh, it's you, you for, didn't tell her she was. Did right. You? No. <laughs> See where this is going. Uh, right a here, lot so. of people think of the senior center as a, a nursing home or some type of facility, but it, it's really an, uh, a vibrant recreation facilities with classes and uh, activities and stuff going on all the time. So uh, I encourage anyone that hasn't been out there that's 60 or over. Uh, it's a great way to meet friends and and get your exercise in and and socialize. So that'll be on Thursday, beginning at 11 o'clock. They've got everything from art class to, I guess, cooking classes, Absolutely. dancing. I mean, they, right. they've Dance got it all classes. Every time I've gone, I've been pulled into some type of dancing. <laughs> so I've learned to wear some dancing shoes every time I go right. to the senior center. Dancing shoes. I, yeah, I didn't know okay. I had some, but I just pulled some out. So. Cool, cool. But it, it's a very <laughs> active community over there. And so, you know, if you had any hesitation about St. Clair and because of it being next to Westbrook Towers, I think sometimes people get the wrong message, but it's a very active community center. It is, and it's a really nice one. I mean, they recently redid a lot of it. Right. We, we've really been working on that over the, the last several years. We've made some huge improvements. Uh, they have some of the nicest pool tables in the county. Uh, they We also have restructured a parking lot so that it's easily accessible. Uh, and we just recently just got the restrooms refurbished so new stalls and new partitions in the restrooms and fixtures so it is it's really nice and mark owens over there he's always striding to make things better so does it cost money for people to use and go and visit the senior center it's it's free and most all the programs are free now there are some paid like we we offer trips and there's several trips that that do have a fee and a few you know maybe some art classes that have a fee but for the most part everything at senior center is free uh, we do ask that you know when you folks that come in that they'll give us some information and and kind of register with us because some of our funding comes through the state 
uh, and they like to keep track of our numbers and stuff, and, and we do too. Uh, but I encourage anyone that just wants to get out and try something new that St. Clair is the place to go if you're over 60. That sounds good. Yeah. What, is this what else? Is yeah. Come on, there's got to be more. Uh, well, <laughs> Thomas has the great news. I, I, I don't have the best news, but uh, we want to tell everybody how much we appreciate the patience of everybody wanting to use the Sportscom Outdoor Pool, Borough Beach. Uh, we had an unexpected issue with our drains in our, our restrooms that was a very small project uh, that we were going to complete a uh, month and a half before the pool opened, but it ended up being a much uh, more extensive construction project where the, basically the whole floors in both of the restrooms that serve the outdoor pool had to be ripped up. We had no other option, and it's like they kept on discovering more and more issues that we had to address. So. Uh, Borough Beach, normally this time of year, will be thriving with thousands of people going out and uh, enjoying it. What's that? Millions. Millions of people people daily. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to. We got with our contractor. We're looking, uh, it looks like the middle of July, we'll be able to open up. And uh, we were in a meeting the other day, and Thomas encouraged his staff out there to uh, look how we might be able to extend the hours of Borough Beach, extend the season to be able to give back to the, the residents of Murfreesboro who missed out on some. Uh, pool time this summer are, so. are there lights out there at night i mean could you potentially open yeah, into the evening are. hours what we could possibly extend those hours and we may extend the the pool rental hours as well you know we do after hour rentals uh now we if you do drive by the pool and you see there's activity in the pool we do have uh limited use our our summer camps are utilizing the pool we do have some exercise classes uh the swim teams are still able to train we're just not able to open those facilities up for a large number of people. So we're having to uh, limit the number of people and instead of just standing at the door and taking 50 or 100 or whatever our limitations are, we're, we're utilizing the, the space for camps and, and to relieve some of the pressure on those indoor pools. And also, is there an update on the idea of a park in the Blackpin area at this point, or is that still kind of lingering? Yeah, so that's something we've been talking about and we continue to talk about, and it's been highly publicized, you know, the, the veterans and Burton Knob property. Um, I think what, we, what we've looked at with across the board city staff and communicated with council is we want to make sure we're using that property for highest and best use. Uh, and highest and best use of a portion of that property off the the 840 corridor is going to be for something uh, that's in regard to economic development. So um, as we work through that, we still don't have a plan. There's some rezoning that will take place to be able to allow us uh, to put in the infrastructure to create an economic development opportunity. So we just don't know. Uh, and as we go about designing, you know, what that property will look like, it will have a park element to it. Uh, but until we know exactly what that economic development opportunity looks like, it's hard for us to say exactly how much space uh, and exactly what that would look like because uh, a potential economic development partner, I've been saying that a lot, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> a potential partner that could come in might want to integrate or be able to even potentially fund some of the park element on that piece of property. So what we have to do is look at the zoning, put in the infrastructure, attract that partner uh, to come to Murfreesboro and hopefully bring in some jobs, and then we can really establish what that park will look like. So like a business park slash a real nature park of some kind well something like that a community park but the thing is we just don't know we've got some concepts we've done some uh uh, some charrettes of what that might look like but it's really going to be driven by uh, what we want to do on the corridor right next to 840 Uh, and we have lots of ideas but i think the people once we can get somebody in there uh, when we can implement our plan i think the community is going to be 
really excited and we're starting to plan in earnest right now uh, what a park would look like on another piece of property that's actually 40 acres bigger uh, so it's 160 acres that we're looking at that's just a couple of miles away and that's where we're looking at really uh, planning uh, what you know what we've been talking about is the west park or the blackman park and the same amenities we're starting that design process right now another area that did get a lot of attention i guess a couple of years ago but not as much today and that would include cannonsburg but the bottoms area and the whole idea of having maybe an outdoor amphitheater in that area at some point and, and then also i guess making south church one of the main entrances into downtown murfreesboro and you really already started doing that with starting to make a little park setting right there at the corner of broad and south church and then you're going to expand on that soon yeah but there is a lot going on in, in that area you know i think you've been around murfreesboro for a long time and i think we all have too but uh, i've never seen such uh, universal united excitement for redeveloping the bottoms area you know uh, and that cannonsburg is part of that and like you said you know opening up of town creek is something that everybody's excited about you know and that's kind of a long-term vision of what we want it to look like we're starting to do our part as much as we can and set the standard at cannonsburg for the programs and events that we can bring down there uh, and then also uh, you know we're talking about building some type of staging permanent staging out there so well, that will feed the rest of it but it is an exciting area i think it's uh, like i said it, it, people are really united in their desire to see something more for that area you know the cool thing about that area being one of you know the prime entrances into town is that you have south church street at i-24 feeding the downtown area then you also have highway down a9 yeah. at i-24 feeding mm -hmm. again the south church downtown area so there's two big entrances right there that would i mean it, it could easily lead to a amphitheater of some sort something mm -hmm. cool something yeah. big i it, don't know we i agree with that so you know you look over and you see uh you can get down to um um the discovery center there's so much that happens across that whole section and the boardwalk and everything so um, we want to integrate that and tie that all in together eventually with the opening of town creek as well you know i i can see downtown really changing a lot as we get maybe condominiums downtown as we get more more high rises at some point i, I mean i think there's going to be a lot that comes to the downtown area in the next 10 or 15 years yeah i think it just goes to show what murfreesboro is becoming as a destination you know and we're thinking uh, progressively and putting in the planning of what that can look like and kind of shaping that and um, uh, there's been a lot of smart people who are really intentionally focusing on what we want Murfreesboro to look like in 20 30 years from now and the population in 20 or 30 years from now is going to be over a half million people which yeah. is wild to right, imagine right. and that's why you know the city uh, across the board is looking at infrastructure you know and planning and putting in the right steps now that we don't see the the growth stopping uh, so we want to do it responsibly and i know you know uh, our city engineer and uh, all of the group over there with transportation are constantly looking at areas that we need to expand in roadways uh, enhance widen grow add uh, and that hopefully will alleviate some of the congestion and all of that but in the meantime we have some of the growing pains right so yeah, yeah. roads are getting widened and work on now that cause just a little bit of strife like on Highway 99 and other places, but uh, eventually it's going to lead to much better traffic flow. Now, at one point, there were a lot of people talking about the idea of a hockey arena, ice <laughs> hockey. You, you know, and I don't know if that's something that could actually happen, but it seems like, I guess it was about three years ago, you had a lot of people talking about an ice skating rink. Yeah, yeah, that's it's something that's really popular. We've actually talked with different organizations about it, and it, I think you know we've got the Nashville Predators and their foundation and what they like to do, and they need, they want to see more sheets of ice in Middle Tennessee. So uh, it's something that we always uh, 
discuss and but the Something funding for always. that, I, I mean, it would, I don't I think know a how private, much. A partnership. Yeah, it's, it's a very expensive proposition, and we have a lot of things on our capital plan for the next five years. But uh, like I said, we're always open to ideas, and it's always interesting. I think we get a lot of response of what people would like to see in Murfreesboro, and it's really diverse of what people would like to see when it comes to parks and park offerings. Well, what are some of the more unique things that people contact the parks about saying, you know, <laughs> here's what I would like to see happen? I think the, the most unique, but I still think it's not a bad idea, is doing a cricket pitch. Uh, yeah. It's something that we have a population that likes to play cricket. And yeah. It's not too bad, but uh, to, to actually do, it's just the space to do it that right. we might be able to make it a multi-use well, We had a cricket pitch, and it was very, very popular. Uh, and actually, the concrete department for MTSU came and poured the slab, and we had a, a lucrative league. Uh, and they were they played there at the airport fields, uh, and so now that we've expanded the airport and and taken that over, we lost the the cricket pitch, uh, and then kind of simultaneously, uh, people moved away and our our league uh, it kind of dissipated. But the opportunity is there. Another one is the uh, uh, lacrosse is just growing by leaps and bounds now the work we're doing at Siegel is going to help because we'll be able to play lacrosse on those turf fields and, and that's typically where lacrosse is played on but you know as we get more people coming in from out west and and up north uh, those interests do change and and we get requests for a lot of things you know we've gotten a lot of requests for the ice skating rink and for hockey uh, but it it's not yet overwhelming the requests we have for your traditional soccer baseball softball what about things like <clears throat> horseshoes and shuffleboard I, we have horseshoes that at barfield park uh, we have horseshoe pits at siegel park uh, they don't get used as much i think cornhole came in and it's kind of taken that over and that's a you know easy to set up easy to play pretty much anywhere uh, but we get you know we have the a diversity of sports when, like. when you drive through barfield you can really see some other things like tetherball some of the old uh, staples yeah. uh, it's it, on a good day you rarely drive past without people playing tetherball it's that's a lot of fun it is we it, should meet out there and play some time is what i'm saying <laughs> I, I challenge you to again <laughs> we can, can we uh, live broadcast that yeah yeah i think can we so. get um brian barrett doing like play-by-play -play? that would yeah that would be exciting <laughs> yeah. you know I see, I see something big in the I, making here. I do, too. Do they make pay-per-view events for a radio? Or they that, should. I mean, this would be... <laughs> this would be our opportunity to make some money here. It's a good idea. And then we can move on to the horseshoes. <laughs> right, can, right. It's, it's like our own little And then uh, step decathlon over and play frisbee golf. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We'll do it on the hottest day around, too. Yeah, that only makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. So You get Brian. Okay. I'll get the horseshoes, and we're good. Sounds good. <laughs> so so what are some of the other odd requests that you get? Maybe not odd, but just unique uh, thoughts. I, I had a – and they, they had a full plan and laid it out, but they want to build Patonk pits. What, what is uh, Patonk. What is that? Uh, it's a game very similar to bocce ball. Uh, it's, they use steel bearings, and they need a gravel uh, surface. Uh, and they, they, instead of rolling the balls, they toss the balls out. But it's very similar to bocce ball. Hmm. Uh, but we've had a request for that. And, you know, we're, we're always open to those requests. But when we have one request, it, it's hard to justify allocating land and facilities for one uh, one interest. Yeah. Uh, not even necessarily an interest group. Uh, but I, I think out near Rachel's Way, they have some Patonk uh, Court, they do bell buckle park bell buckle yeah hmm who would have thought it 
I, I never even heard of it. So, yeah, I would have thought of it. Okay. Uh, so, bottom line, there's a lot to offer within the Parks Department, for sure. There's new parks that are going to be coming on board at some point. Sounds like fairly soon in the Blackman area. Maybe some other areas, too. I don't know. Yeah. No, we're always uh, growing. We're, we're well supported. Uh, we've got a, a huge, you know, uh, investment in our, from our capital plan to be able to enhance some more facilities. Uh, fix some things on the greenway and continue to make our uh, facilities uh, as user-friendly safe and fun as we can for everybody in Murfreesboro one thing if I could Scott real quick uh, we have tons of job opportunities open in parks and recreation if anybody wants to check out what we have it is a great place to work we have a lot of fun uh, a lot of different opportunities at all of our facilities to work so uh, go to murfreesborotn.gov and you can see a whole uh, host of job offerings for the city as well um, there's lots of job openings i know the three of us would have been employed by the city of murfreesboro for a long time and have really enjoyed our tenure here uh, and and what we get to do so i'd encourage anybody to take a look uh, if you, if your career path might have you uh, taking a, a, a lean towards government work there's lots of opportunities now just because you hang out in the park all the time that doesn't mean you're qualified i guess to work for the park well i mean in some cases it might be so we just want people who are passionate we want a people who uh, take passion in what they do who like to have fun uh, while they're working that's what we tell our staff all the time if we're not having fun then the people who are visiting our parks and our facilities aren't having fun so it's a great place to work you know i've, I've been with the city since i was 16 years old uh, and and i love it wouldn't have it any other way so and as we close this morning if you want to sign up for youth sports or adult softball you can do so on the mm -hmm. website what is the website once more it's murfreesboroparks.com okay Sounds really good. simple well thank you for joining us this morning thank you scott thank, thank you. you time right now 8:57. we have local news and more coming your way in just a minute right here on wgns murfreesboro Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon with a high in the upper 70s. Winds out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 53. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 62. Good morning. Traffic still moving right along at this point on 24 up by 840. Now wrapping up that crash on 24 westbound near Haywood Lane as you head towards Nashville. We've seen a couple of wrecks up through there already this morning. True Friends Moving Company is hiring. Call them at 615-240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 